Welcome to the Wellness Plus Podcast, featuring interviews with health and wellness professionals empowering you to take control of your health and happiness. Feel better, look better, and live better today by subscribing right now for new episodes every week. The Wellness Plus Podcast is brought to you by wellnessplus.tv and made possible by the generous donations of Psyche Truth Patreon supporters. Hi, and welcome to the Wellness Plus Podcast. I'm your guest host today, Dr. Tanisha Wards, and I'm joined by Dr. Danny Vinoy. Dr. Vinoy is a chiropractor, applied kinesiologist, who practices functional nutrition here in Austin, Texas, who I have the joy of working side-by-side with at Infinity Wellness Center. Dr. Vinoy, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, different types of diets. I'm sure your patients come in constantly asking about these different diets, so let's break these down and find out who they're right for, who they're not right for, what diet's best. Um, So yeah, Yeah. tell us a little bit about what patients come into your practice for and with when it comes to diet. So just the, well, first and foremost, just no diet is, one diet is good for everybody, right? If if there was, I think we would have found it by now. (laughs) Um, So there's, everybody's um, different. So there's a different diet for everyone. Um, and then diet being said, I had a patient come in the other day and I was like, hey, like, what's your diet like? And he's like, I'm not on a diet. I'm like, all right. So a diet really just means what are you eating, right? Yeah, so, that's a great, yeah, that's a yeah. great definition. Yeah. So it's just like, what's, what are you eating? What's your diet? Like, you know, um, and some people, you know, he took it as like, am I on a diet? So it's just, mm. and I think it's really kind of become that like, you know, a diet is a thing now. It's a, it's a thing that you do to lose weight or feel better. And it's like, well, your diet is just what you eat. And, you know, so if you want to, you know, clean that up, then, yeah, you clean, you clean up your diet. But it's, uh, yeah, so it was just kind of, you know, it's like a little bit of semantics there, I guess, kind of caught me off guard. I was just kind of asking him a question, and it was just kind of, you know, kind of shocking to me. I was like, oh, well, that, yeah, that is, you know, I haven't been asking it that way, but some people do see a diet as, like, I'm going to do a diet. Right. right? Not just what you normally eat. Um, right. So, yeah, just people coming in with um, not knowing what to eat. Um, or thinking that they're eating something or on the latest kind of um, fad and it's not working for them or it worked for their for their spouse but not for them and why, why, is, it, why is it not working? Yeah. yeah. So, so before we get into the, into the different types of diets, what are some of the maybe screenings or testings that you do on people to kind of figure out, and again, using this word loosely, the right diet for them or maybe I should say more the right food plan right. for them? Are the right foods? Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's a couple things in our office we look at coming in. There's a big um, toxicity questionnaire. Um, so just looking and seeing if, if what you are eating or what you're kind of exposed to is giving you any problems to begin with. Um, uh, we look at blood type. So there's a, you know, kind of a, um, there's a book, Eat Right Eat right for Your Blood Type. So we kind of, kind of took, took that and kind of really you're using those ideas for people's um, kind of overall arching uh, blood um, or uh, blood type to diet or kind of what they're eating over over long term. And also looking at, um, you know, kind of what, what their goals are. You know, are they trying to lose weight? Are they trying to clean up their gut? Um, are they are they fighting with something like candida or dysbiosis or some kind of organism living in the gut that's kind of re- re- wrecking things um, from that aspect? And it's no, you know, it's not what you're eating; it's what's kind of you know eating you or what's <laughs> or, or what's living with you um, type 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 matter there. Um, yeah. So since keto is such a hot topic, let's let's talk about the ketogenic diet and who that's good for, what it is. So. Um, 
keto or the ketogenic diet is uh, the main kind of philosophy behind that is getting your body to run on ketones rather than glucose for fuel. Ketones um, are is like jet fuel, and glucose is more like kerosene. So it's just the um, the ketones are a cleaner burning uh, fuel for your body. Um, just really trying to um, get the body turned over and use the ketones rather than glucose. And like I said, you're going to have a lot less um, aftermath to clean up. Why would you recommend that diet to somebody? Uh, was seeing a lot of good results on the, ke- on the keto diet with people um, just trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, also neurodegenerative, neurosensory issues. Um, really kind of going in, taking um, a lot of the... Um, I guess burden off the body for trying to have to go through that whole glu- glucose and glycolysis process and all that stuff, and when you can just run on ketones, basically you're just kind of fooling your body, you're tricking your body into um, that it's starving when you're not. So you're still getting all the new nutrients and fibers and and all all this good stuff in your body. You're just uh, kind of um, eating low carb to where the body thinks it's it's starving when you're really not. Also, there's it's come to light that there's kind of a healthy version of keto and then there's a very unhealthy version and people are still losing weight but maybe the foods they are putting in their body aren't necessarily the best foods can you compare and contrast that for us a little bit so yes you still want good fuel in there um so you still want to be putting high quality foods in your body right so i guess what you're hinting to is the the person um that's going out there and just removing the bun um, but still eating, you know, jack in the box, and you know, just kind of cutting, cutting out all the starchy and carby things, but still not having a high quality of food of food intake. We want whole foods. We want you want good fats, good fibers, good proteins um, in the diet um, to really get 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 this changed around. So yeah, you can lose some weight, um, but if it's not you know whole good nutritious food, you're still gonna have, you can still set up for some things to go wrong later on in in different places. Yeah, I've, I've had some patients that are just, you know, they're still eating fast food meat that's yeah. probably full of hormones and, and junk, or they're eating a lot of... Um, processed food, pro- yeah, processed meats and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and a lot of dairy. Some people have a hard time with dairy, so the ketogenic diet can be done without dairy. But yeah, yeah so you have to be careful with some of what you're doing. Yeah. What is the difference between the ketogenic diet and a paleo diet? So paleo um, is so paleo is kind of refers to caveman or paleolithic era of, of eating, and it's really kind of eating like a caveman or eating um, um, kind of what the land provides, right? Um, and that's going to be um, just kind of whole whole natural foods. So you can bring in um, some 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 of the carbs and things back in, but you want more complex carbs than um, starchy, simple um, carbs like that. So it's just really things that break down over time um, rather than um, qu- quickly, right? So you want to, um, you know, vegetables are, are carbs, right? But mm-hmm. um, we want to make sure that we're eating green, like leafy greens and, and really nutritious vegetables ra- rather than um, like some of the other carbs like rice, pasta, you know, breads, all that stuff. Yeah, those are carbs too, but those are starchy carbs. Those are going to break down really fast into um, into blood sugar and, and you can have um, blood sugar effect from, from that as well. So on paleo, what are you allowed to eat? Um, yeah, just just whole whole foods. Um, you know, nuts. Uh, don't overdo it on nuts and seeds and things like that. Um, really, if a native could have found it or a caveman could have eaten it or gathered it or gone and gotten it, that's what you can eat. 
Um, so, you know, um, meets, um, we were typically hunters gatherers, right? So just the, um, kind of that, that mindset, what can I go kind of get harvest and not really, agri- not agriculture. And so not growing things, but just what's out there that I can go get berries, vegetables, fruits, meat, um, seeds, nuts, things like that. So that would take out all grains mostly, right? Because they have most, to be processed to eat. Most grains. Yeah. Unless, you know, you can find like some natural, native wheat that's kind of growing somewhere that hadn't been messed with. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, So then taking that one step further, what's the autoimmune paleo diet, the AIP diet like? So autoimmune is, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a really kind of offset of the paleo diet. It's really getting and removing all of the inflammatory foods. So it's, um, you know, it's, uh, so paleo is whole food, but then autoimmune is, is still whole food, but now you're taking out, um, to start with the five major inflammatory things, corn, wheat, dairy, soy, sugar, those get to come out. Um, things um, that also cause inflammation or are known to cause inflammation um, across multiple people, maybe not everyone, but let's uh, for egg, eggs, for example. Right? Eggs aren't typically inflammatory, but they can give a lot of people some inflammatory problems. As, so um, like I said, I kind of want to be taking that out just to begin with, I want you eating as much food as you can for biodiversity and things like that in your gut. If you just ate chicken and rice for the rest of your life, that's, you know, one, it's boring, but two, if you could stand it, <laughs> um, you're setting yourself up for a lot of um, possible attacks and intrusions later by not having the diversity of all these different enzymes and phytochemicals and things in in, in, in your system. What about nightshades? Uh, nightshades are, for those who don't know, uh, are a kind of a subset of... Um, fruits and vegetables that have um, solanine. Solanine is more of a toxicity than it is an inflammatory, so it's not going to inflame you like a, like, the, like the other things are. But in certain people, can't clear them out um, of um, of their bodies, having to do with either um, toxic overload or liver stress, or just genetically can't clear these these things out. Um, but yeah, solanines or the the chemical in the nightshades will build up in your body over time and becomes more of a toxicity. But yeah, like and then you know as that becomes a to- toxicity, that can lead to inflammation. So then that leads to an inflammatory state. So we want to pull things out like that out. And like I said, just if it's not giving you any problem, after a few weeks, let's add it back in and make sure that you're getting enough of these of these different diverse foods. But just want to make sure that um, you're not having any kind of inflammation to what you're eating. So autoimmune paleo does take out the nightshades too. Yes. So that's almost sounding like an elimination diet. Pretty much. Yeah. Can you speak to a little bit about what that looks like and the process of pulling them out and putting them back in might look like? So like I said, I want you eating as much food as you can um, for just biodiversity of the gut and just how the gut works. We want everything there. Um, but yeah, pulling things out to make sure that you're not reacting to it is is a really big is a really big deal too. So just want to make sure that as we pull things out and you eat really clean, pretty much just it's meat and veg for for two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe if you're not having any kind of problems with blood sugar or candida, you can add a little bit of fruit in there. Um, don't want to go overboard with, with with that. But then yeah, just meat meat and veg, um, maybe some fruits and fruit and nuts in between for a good snack if you're not having any kind of problems with the fruit or the nuts. Uh, and then, yeah, and then slowly adding things back in. And How do you, you do that? So what I like to do is I like to start with, you know, ask the patient or ask the person, what do you feel like you're missing the most? And someone's just eggs. i got to have eggs in the morning. <laughs> All right, or it's, it's this. Or, right, so let's, we are in Central Texas. Yeah, Breakfast yeah, tacos are yeah, a staple know, for right? some people. So, you know. Eggs, yeah. I get it. 
<laughs> so people can get around going and using, you know, um, almond flour tortillas and they can get around all this stuff and, you know, not do it with cheese. But then, you know, they're just like, I'm, I'm, I, want, I want my breakfast taco. I want I want this one thing. Well, let's start with that, you know. And then if we can add that back in and there's no reactions, there's no um, gas belching bloating, there's no um, any kind of GI reactions, um, even the, even eating something and getting that extra kind of flimmy <clears throat> kind of, <clears throat> I need to <clears throat> clear my throat after eating something. Yeah. Like, your body saying, don't touch me. It's so it's putting mucus between what you just ate and, and, and self-tissue. So, so that kinda, could be a food reaction. Yeah. So any, any kind of just try to um, educate and teach uh, people what these things look like whenever you start to reintroduce them and then to avoid them if if they, 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 they notice these. So as you kind of avoid things for two or three weeks, you can start bringing them things back in one at a time. Um, How long do you wait in between? Uh, well, so there's everybody's familiar with the reaction of I ate a peanut and I, I, can't, I have to go to the hospital because I can't breathe or I got into shellfish and have to run to the bathroom or that anaphylactic instant reaction. It's pretty, everybody's kind of familiar with that one. Um, there's type 2. That, that, that's a type 1 hypersensitivity reaction. There's type 2, type 3, type 4. Type 4 can take all the way up to 72 hours oh, wow. before it shows any signs or symptoms. So, so you'd want to wait three days right. before you put the next thing in. Right. So if you've done really well for three weeks and you've ate really clean and the eggs, let's just go with eggs because we, you know, we're, we're on that. Yeah. Um, so and you <laughs> add and, yeah, yeah, and, you, and you add eggs back <laughs> in and, you know, the first day is good, second day is good, and then let's say you add something else in before that third day. Well, mm. then you have a reaction that day. Was it something that you just added or was it the egg that, that happened uh Three, three days ago. Right. So give it, give it the full three days. Make sure that you're not having any reactions to, to that. Um, if you're not, that's now part of your diet, and that's no longer a problem. Um, if, if it is, um, it's not a no forever. We'd like to pull it out, set it aside. Let's filter through some other foods and get your diet kind of built up. And then, you know, in a few months, let's try that egg again, right? So throw it back in. Hey, it didn't cause any problems. So whatever it was your immune system didn't like about it, it's kind of cleared it out of its cache or it's kind of cleared it out of its memory. Um, so now so now you can deal with it. If a co- couple months later we add that egg back in and you're having problems, that's probably something you want to stay away from for a while. Got it. Okay, so that's... I think anybody who's having any gastric distress, GI problems, should do an elimination diet. Yeah, it's it's really good information. Um, we can run thousands of dollars worth of tests, and you know, and still come back and be like, you know, we, we don't know what exactly it is, right? So you know, or it'd be too, a, a lot of things, right? So then you still kind of have to go through this kind of mm-hmm. you know half elimination diet, anyways, because you got back so so many so many things on this on this on this food panel that you're you're reacting to. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely done it and have been able to isolate. Okay, when I do that, yeah. I don't feel good. When I do yeah. that, I don't feel good. It's really empowering to once you eat clean and feel like you know you've got a clean slate. Is to teach teach people what these reactions are and let them say and let them feel it and like they go and they ooh I I ate that and it didn't feel right yeah. and like then you feel it and then you know what that reaction is you know you know how you feel you know you know how you're supposed to feel and how you're not supposed to feel right and then you kind of give the power to them and it's 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 really cool it's for you know. Um, because I'm not there with them every every waking walking <laughs> walking minute, right? So Pulling things yeah. out of their hands yeah, and not yeah, letting yeah, them put yeah. it in their mouth. Yeah. So and then and then it becomes like an adult decision. Once you know, like okay, you can yeah. either say, hey, I'm gonna make an adult decision and I'm gonna have this and I'm gonna feel the effects from it, or not. But then that's that's the power of of, of knowing that. Yeah. No, that's good information. I'm I'm a big fan of the elimination diet. We'd like to briefly interrupt this interview to remind you that this podcast was made possible by listeners just like you. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash psyche truth, 
where you can watch the video version of this episode and all our podcast episodes. Plus, you'll gain access to over 500 videos of exclusive content, including premium courses and behind-the-scenes peaks. Help us keep this information free by visiting patreon.com slash psychetruth. That's patreon.com slash P-S-Y-C-H-E-T-R-U-T-H. Okay, so that covered a bit on the ketogenic diet and the paleo versus autoimmune paleo, which essentially is an elimination diet if you add things back in. What do you think about a vegan diet versus vegetarian? And explain those two and kind of tell us maybe the right person who might eat those. So vegan, uh, veganism and vegetarianism, I guess the difference there is vegans won't eat any animal protein or any animal products, right? So even like honey, right? It's made from a mm. bee, like even though the bees make Or honey, eggs. Yeah, or eggs, right? So it's just even though you're not sacrificing a life for, for, for to, to get this, there's still, um, it's still an animal byproduct. And, you know, so you can have a whole philosophy behind it um, with with this. So uh, um, that's great and all. So let's leave that to the side. Yeah. But um, so as far as has, has health reasons and things, um, uh, me personally, I'm, I'm a, a blood type. Um, so just, I make the perfect vegan. Uh, I still enjoy meat. I like a big steak once in a while. I just try not to eat, um, you know, um, red meat all the time and just really watch my meat, um, my animal protein intake. Um, just, the just the kind of the aftermath of, of all that stuff, the arachidonic acids and inflammatory cascades and everything that goes down. And just, I know if I get too much, um, yeah, animal protein, I just start feeling a little kind of overall low-level inflammation just kind of all over. Mm. I know a blood, ta- a blood types make lower hydrochloric acid. They're, they just yeah. don't make as much. And, um, Can you touch yeah. on the blood type diets for a second? Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, I guess we already kind of headed there. So, yeah, uh, A's are typically, you know, they're your best vegans. They don't have to be vegan. Um, but, yeah, if you're going to eat meat um, and do really well with enzymes, um, you, you know, A's typically have a lower hydrochloric acid or lower stomach acid to, Just naturally. to, to deal with. Um, so being one, I kind of have to, you know, when I do, hey, if I'm going to go out and, and, and have a Brazilian steakhouse dinner, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that I take a bunch of enzymes before. And they even, you know, those Brazilian steakhouses, they serve you pineapple at, at the very end. Oh. You know, so, so that's the, um, there's, there's bromelain in the pineapple. And, you know, before they kind of figured out all the science behind it, these, these cultures were doing this way before because they knew, hey, I'm going to eat all this meat, and I feel really good when I eat this pineapple afterwards because all the enzymes and stuff to help break break that meat down. And it takes extra enzymes to break more animal protein yeah. down. Yeah. I spent some time in South America in undergrad school, and they serve papaya. Mm-hmm. I was in Peru before dinner. Yeah, a so, big plate of papaya yeah, so before the, every meal, and, and the meals were highly yeah, meat-dense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So papaya has the... Uh-huh. Um, uh, Papain enzyme, uh-huh. so that's going to help break down that as well. That makes sense. So yeah. that's a. So they would make a really good fruits, vegetables, yeah. light meat. Could they do chicken, fish, turkey type stuff? Yeah. So just like you know, if you're you know, like I said, they make the best vegans. So if you if, mm. if you want to go that that route, then you know, awesome. Um, I've tried it. I like it. I feel way better off meat. Um, mm. It's just so tasty. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So just when, when I do, yeah, like the the lighter meats, fish. So as a blood type, yeah, if you're going to be eating meat, um, you know. You do make the perfect vegan, but it's just like I said, it's just so tasty that you know if you, if you can't, <laughs> yeah, if you can't, you can't, can't stick to it. Um, just kind of make sure you're not eating it, you know, at every meal, um, and or that's um, going to have the best effect to not eat it at every meal, inflammatory. And if if you are, um, just like the lighter meats, you know, fish, chicken, turkey, things like that, um, you know, really uh, kind of help lower the lower 
um, overall inflammatory state. Got it. And then O's are the polar opposite. I'm an O. Yeah. We're the cavemen. We're the paleo people. Yeah. We can do heavy meat. Yeah. No, little to no starch or grain. Oh, that's uh, another thing about A's. They can do some grains. They can do some grain. Um, so grains. Yeah, yeah. So grains. Um, not so much American grains. We've just totally wrecked right. wrecked those. But um, yeah, going over to across. You know, if you're if you're either getting grain from across the across the the pond or going over there, yeah, you can go over there and have you know pasta and bread and not just feel totally totally wrecked out. Yeah. It hits yeah. you different, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm an O blood type. So yeah, we're more. Yeah. Animal. Yeah, so you take meat, meat away from an O blood type um, in a couple of weeks to a month, or you know yes. maybe a little bit more than that. You just yeah, watch out there. You know, just please don't kill me. Have some meat. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just eat, yeah, eat some protein. I've done <laughs> yeah. juice cleanses. I've done uh, the twenty one day standard process cleanse where you do just fruits and vegetables. Yeah, you just kind of see them get the little look in their eye like yeah. I just got to eat something alive for a minute. <laughs> and, I, and I, like, felt bad. Yeah. I felt bad. People talk about when they eat just fruits and vegetables, how they're clear-minded oh, and yeah. their brain fog lifts and they yeah. feel amazing. No, I felt like I was constantly crashing. I was like, yeah. just give me some protein. Yeah. Give said, me some animal protein. Yeah. And as a nose, the opposite was moving down here, didn't have a great diet and was eating out and, you know, enjoying all the places that I ate out, but getting way too much meat in my diet, getting way too much um, stuff, stuff like that, and, and you know, just in the kind of inflammatory um, foods and stuff, and you know, brain fog and energy was, you know, brain yeah. fog was up, energy was down, you know, all, yeah. all that stuff. But you know, I know there's not a lot of research behind the blood type diets, but I have to tell you, clinically, I have seen it be the best diet for people over and over and over again. Huh. For example, bees are not supposed to have much chicken. They right. just don't digest chicken very well. And every right. bee blood person that I know that they're like, oh, yeah, chicken. Wrecks it, yeah. I get gassy and yeah. bloated every time I have chicken. It's so interesting. And bees do, is it bees can do dairy a little bit better, can't they? Yeah, yeah. I believe they can do a little bit. Yeah. And, and A's can do a little bit of dairy, too. O's, no yeah, dairy, so much. no yeah. sugar, yeah. Your pro, no your, carb. Yeah, your, your animal stuff is just yeah, the meat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like O's would do really well paleo. Somebody who's an A... Or even keto, someone who's an A has to make sure it's like a lot of plant-based keto, right? Yeah. Like they're doing a ton of plant-based versus somebody who does keto who's just doing steak and bacon, yeah. right? Because people do that. Yeah. And that's going to, yeah, you're going you're gonna to inflame the A, the A blood type yeah, all, yeah. all day with that. So, yeah, you're going to want to get your, your proteins and things as an A if you're doing those types of diets from, from plant sources. Yeah. So I put... I actually put some weight into the blood type diet in yeah. in practice because I just see it work over and over yeah. and over again yeah. for people. It's uh, it's kind of amazing what, what the lack or the presence of or lack of one little protein on your red blood cell can yeah. can, can do. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of you know your blood and your personalizing your diet, tell us about the genetic testing that can help us with diet and when that's going to be available. So the, well, the genetic company that we use right now keeps um, kind of teasing us with this new <laughs> panel that they're coming out with and I'm really kind of knocking on their door like, hey, when's it coming? You said it was going to be January and February and it's, yeah. yeah, here we are, you know, we're coming up on the second week of February and still no updates. Um, but yeah, it's a, a kind of a wellness panel for genes. Um, <laughs> talking about genetics for a minute. Uh, we run genes in the lab and uh, or genes. We run genes at the office through an out outside lab here. It's local in Austin, um, and you know they keep um, all, all your stuff here. They're not they're not sending stuff off to the government for research. You're not going to see a clone of yourself late, later. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's important. Uh, yeah, um, that could matter because they're cloning <clears throat> dogs now. Did you yeah, know that? And yeah, not to get yeah, totally off topic, yeah. but where did I did I, did I hear on NPR 
that you can clone your dog. You yeah. can keep before it passes. You can keep the genes and have wow. another dog, yeah. just like I can have another Duke. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> in my yeah, lab. You, yeah, I just I don't I don't want to know what they're doing with these genes. From you know, like why do you need my genes? Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. So the, this company so is it's keeping, a very safe lab. Yeah, this company is keeping things here. Um, it is a we can do it's a cheek swab, so you'd be swabbing there in the office, or um, if you've eaten something relatively soon, you can take it home, cheek swab it there, and, and send it off. They're going to send it back to us. Um, but that's the genetic testing. But we're waiting on the panel for there's a whole different there's a bunch of different panels. The one specifically for diet, exercise, and everything is still they're 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 still producing it, so it's still not quite here yet. So it's looking like it's either going to be a couple more weeks or maybe maybe next month. But it's coming in here quick. Um, so check back with us. Yeah, check back with us. And see when it's and, out. And yeah. we, we'll tell you exactly what diet you should be on. Yeah, so it's a, it's a genetic profile for what um, diet you should be on, what the best fats you should be eating, or what type of fats you should be eating, what type of exercise you should be doing. Is it high intensity, low intensity? Is it a mix? All right, so it's, um, yeah, it's really, really fascinating stuff. I'm really excited about it. Um, I can't wait to run it on myself. Hence your point at the beginning, there's no one-size-fits-all diet. Right. So, some people crash yeah. on vegan. Some people yeah. feel inflamed on paleo. Uh, so I've had some genetics and stuff ran before, not particularly this, this panel, but there were some things in um, one of the other panels that I saw had a couple dietary markers and kind of recommendations, and um, it, was, it was actually saying um, genetically that I should do um, inter- intermittent fasting, so 12 to 15 ah. hours. But as a, as a blood type, I tend to be a little more low blood sugar, so I really have to, if I'm going to do intermittent fasting, I really have to watch my blood sugar to make sure that I'm not going to crash out in, in between um, those hours when, when, when I'm not eating. So if you do start to feel like you're kind of tanking out as an A blood type, it's better for us to eat every two or three hours so our blood sugar doesn't drop. Um, so you really kind of have to, to monitor that on yourself. And if you're going to do intermittent fasting, make sure that you're not getting those blood sugar dips. Let's talk about intermittent fasting for a second because kind of like ketogenic right now, that's a real buzzword. Yeah. Can you explain what intermittent fasting is? Yes, intermittent fasting is, um, so fasting is just not eating. Um, intermittent is you have certain times when you eat, certain times when you don't. Um, the uh, the best results um, are just kind of the best um studies and stuff that I've seen on it right now is um, eight is, is eating all, all your all your calories within an eight hour block so if you're starting at noon um, you know so you're not you're not waking up you're not you're not eating breakfast and you know so you get you're getting through the day till about noon um, let's just use this you know, noon to eight right so you know you're eating lunch at noon um, eating a couple snacks in between and then eat, eating dinner making sure that everything is done by eight then from 8.01 all the way around until 11.59 the next day, you're fasting, so you're not eating. Um, and that's really giving the body a chance to um, break down um, and really kind of clean itself. So if um, if you're not keeping the body busy with you know, digesting food and the cells mm-hmm. with all their you know, cellular exchange and everything, it's kind of like um, you ever been really, really, really busy, you know, for a couple months, what happens to your house? All the time. Um, it, things just pile up everywhere and, and I just don't sweep or vacuum. Right, so, or, so the house starts, yeah. starts to kind of get dirty. Well, that's kind of the same thing with the cells and, and the di- digestive tract and everything. We want to give it a little bit of a break to let, to let them kind of clean house. So we just kind of get everything. Like autophagy. Yeah. So we is use, that, that's considered. So this is, yeah, so this is, a, intermittent fasting is really helping with autophagy and, and, the, and the cells. Autophagy, autophagy is, this, is the cell's ability to clean itself, right? So as, as, uh. as that breaks down and you're not able to do that, 
can get a whole list of um, signs and symptoms and um, let that go long enough. You can kind of turn into some long-term diseases and, 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 and illnesses from, from that. So I just want to make sure we're giving the body the break that it needs and deserves. And in the genetics that we run now in the office, we can we can run those genes and yeah. see if you have defects in autophagy. Yeah. And you should be somebody who's fasting exactly to clean out your cells because your cells can't do it. There's SNPs or defects uh. in it, and that's that's powerful inform information. Yeah. People with autophagy, SNPs and defects, we're seeing them get diagnosed with chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, chronic pain. Like they have just a slew of symptoms that nobody really knows uh. why. They're just getting slapped with a label, uh, and, and know, it's this. A lot of neurodegenerative stuff, you know, in the long term, not being able to clear all that, all that stuff out. Yeah. What, like what What are you seeing neurode neurodegenerative? Are you talking like Alzheimer's stuff or yeah. brain so, stuff? Yeah, just, I mean, that whole, like, we're, you know, um, neurodegenerative, Alzheimer's, dementia. Yeah. Because um, the brain is, yeah, is just, full yeah, of just junk. Kind of, yeah, just, it's, it's, in, it's inflamed. It's breaking down. It's, um, you know, uh, d different things will start to, to kind of shrink up and kind of deteriorate. What kind of benefits are you seeing from people doing intermittent fasting? Um, so, yeah, just getting um, yeah, getting everything turned over. They're going to be, well, one, they're going to lose weight. Uh, even if that's, you know, whether it's a goal or not, uh, you're, you're going to kind of lose in inflammation. You're going to lose, um, you're going to get better um, energy, you're gonna like lose lose the fatigue, uh, the brain fog. Um, mm -hmm. it's really For your mind, yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. So the question everybody's asking me about intermittent fasting is coffee allowed in intermittent fasting? What's your opinion on that? Uh, like I said, <laughs> we have to look at the person. Um, most of the times, I would say yeah, as long as you're not adding um, sh you know sugar and things like that to it. What about the fats? Yeah. Does that break the fat <laughs> the fast if you do like the bulletproof coffee with if you don't know what that is that's like the butter or the coconut oil or the yeah. MCT oil in your coffee and it's like blended? Yeah, so the bulletproof bulletproof coffee is you know you can do it with the bulletproof brand or just with regular coffee, but you're just adding um, so a bulletproof style coffee would be just coffee. Yeah. Butter and MCT oil, you, you blend it up. Yeah, that's going to break your fast. I, th I think so, too. And yeah. some people are saying, or some people are like, no, it's just, so yeah. it needs to really be like black coffee if you're yeah. fasting, like just clear so liquid and black when, coffee. When I was doing the fast as a, as a A, um, I was cheating a little bit. I would have my bulletproof coffee in the morning just to make sure I didn't crash out in the morning. And it gave yeah. me enough energy and enough, um, like that fat, gave me enough, like, um, full feeling to get, to get, to get through um, the the morning without feeling like I was gonna needed to go and grab you know yeah. like a Snickers or go grab <laughs> something to where um, I felt like I was had a blood blood sugar crash. The so, hangry. Yeah. So and that and that may have been because of more of my A blood type needed something to get me to noon right and then but yeah. So it wasn't any big sugary meals. It wasn't um, you know it wasn't actual food, but it was calories going in and that breaks that breaks your fast. What about somebody with severe adrenal issues? Do you think intermittent fasting is right for them? I would say probably not. That's going to be, yeah, your the adrenals are already stressed out, and it's a little bit of a stress to not eat and to do the intermittent fasting. It's it's a good stress, but it, you're you're really pushing those, those adrenals and things, and you're going to be, um, I think, getting getting into situations where you're 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 driving the stress through through there more. So yeah, with adrenal fatigue and, and adrenal stress, you really want to eat in the morning. You want to kind of yeah. wake up, get the get that you get your good um, get your good meal in the, in the morning, 
Um, maybe not eat quite as much for for lunch, and then definitely kind of for dinner eat a, eat a lighter meal and kind of wind things down down that way. That way you're not trying to digest food right before you go to sleep. Sleep's a big part of it, so you want to be be getting good sleep and not trying to digest food when you're sleeping. That way your you know adrenals are healing while while you sleep, and then you're waking up with energy and things like that. So, so the last diet that people talk about and everybody was on board with or jumped on a couple years ago, and I still think it, it gets a lot of recognition, is the Mediterranean diet. I know that's yeah, considered yeah. a heart-healthy diet. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, I remember that one a few years back, and it's, you know, don't hear so much of it now as much as, you know, these other ones right now, but it's still a good diet. Uh, if you're looking at um, cardiovascular health, heart health, um, uh, things for blood vessels and kind of just the whole um, cardiovascular s- system itself, uh, it's really looking at um, just once again, good fats. Like you, you're, you know, kind of looking at um, olive oils, um, things like that. Just um, avoiding a lot of red meat, but still getting um, poultry, fish. Um, you know, things are that you can kind of get around the Mediterranean. So a little uh, seafoods. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> See, seafood um, and just kind of yeah. If you're gonna eat, yeah. If you're gonna eat red meat, just limit limit the red meat intake. Um, whole, whole foods, you know, green green ve- veggies and uh, it's still kind that, of plant based, right? Yeah, so it's still very very plant based. And yeah. you can do nuts and seeds. Yeah. They even talk about red wine being yeah. heart healthy in the Mediterranean. Yeah. So yeah, get you know, just, uh, drink you know, drink your glass of red wine. Uh-huh. You know, not not your you know bottle. Tw- not not your twenty four <laughs> ounce glass. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just that yeah, just you know a, a good, good good glass of red wine. Um, is, yeah, is uh, seen just the it's the resveratrol. Those are kind of antioxidants mm-hmm. that go in and kind of help uh, remove a lot of the um, um, I want to say um, ox- oxidative processes, free, and, free yeah, radicals, free, free and, radicals, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds uh, a lot <clears throat> like what the American Heart Association is calling the heart healthy diet yeah. right now. Yeah, it's just that I think they they allow a little bit of grains, um, you know, but the grains are from the Mediterranean, right? So if you're eating, you know, I really right. can't I really can't recommend grains here in America too much, even people that I do find, you know, hey, uh, hey, I found quinoa, or hey, I found some amaranth flour that, that works. Okay, it'll work for a little bit, and then, you know, they they just hit it too hard, or um, it's, there's, you know, there's something in there that's not quite as bad as the other one, and after a while, it kind of builds up, and then they'll, they'll test that, you know, the, um, their, the quinoa, or the amaranth, or whatever they switch to, isn't, isn't so great for them anymore. So do you just, think it's... Do you think it's just too processed, the grains we get here in the U.S. versus yeah. in the Mediterranean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what we're doing to them. We're, we're messing them up over here. Yeah. So, so. so that doesn't help the heart much. Yeah, no. So, yeah, yeah the um, yeah. heart doesn't like inflammation. And if you're going to be eating grains, um, want to make sure that they're well taken care of and not really processed. All that processed stuff leads to inflammation. So, uh, yeah. So if we're going to do a Mediterranean diet um, you're going to eat grains, let's try and get, you know, grains from, I think it's um Einkorn wheat. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's a they found they found a really ancient grain um, that hadn't been messed with for years, and they started to reproduce it. And it's a little more expensive than regular wheat, um, but it's a very low gluten load, um, and it hadn't been sprayed and processed with all these glyphosates and chemicals and all these other things. So. Right. Right. Well, that yeah that that does sound a lot like the heart healthy diet, the Mediterranean diet. Well, good. Well, that was so much information on all the different diets. Thank you so much, Dr. Benoit, for sharing all of that information with us. You're just so knowledgeable on all the different all the different stuff and different diets and different paths you can take. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I think the take-home from what you said, just looking at everything, is 
there's not one size fits all, yeah. right? And that in, in your practice, you look at people very individualized. Right. It's in, all the way down to their genetics. It doesn't get any more personalized than that. Right. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, I really enjoyed it and look forward to, uh, look, looking forward to, to uh, coming back and sharing some more. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you for listening to our Wellness Plus podcast. We hope you have a great rest of your day. The Wellness Plus Podcast, copyright 2018, Target Public Media, LLC, all rights reserved.